Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today is March 21st, and we're going to talk about Coxiella Brunetti, which is the cause of Star Trek's famous character Q. Oh wait, that's not right. And we're going to get a clue about bacterial vaginosis. Coxiella Brunetti is the causative agent of Q fever, which reminds me of Q from Star Trek, who is the best character of the entire Star Trek universe. Unfortunately, this has nothing to do with him. Q fever presents as fever, headache, dry cough, and sometimes develops into pneumonia. This sounds a lot like the symptoms caused by the rickettsia species, but it differs because those symptoms typically present with a rash, but Q fever never has a rash. It can cause problems if this acute infection progresses into pneumonia and causes acute respiratory distress syndrome. It can also cause a mild hepatitis. If this is acquired during pregnancy, it can cause miscarriage, stillbirth, premature birth, low birth weight, etc., depending on the gestational age. It can also cause a chronic infection that will present with a fever, weight loss, fatigue, night sweats, abdominal pain, and chest pain. This sounds a lot like tuberculosis. Sometimes patients will present with a chronic infection with endocarditis, infected aneurysms, granulomatous hepatitis, or osteomyelitis. This bacterium is weirdly capable of forming a spore-like structure that is typically called the small cell variant, which allows it to survive UV radiation, heat, desiccation, disinfectants, and pressure. A lot like a spore, but don't call it a spore. This allows it to survive in the environment for years. This bacterium is a normal flora agent of many different types of animals and can become aerosolized, particularly after the birth of a new animal. Humans will then inhale the aerosolized bacteria and acquire the infection. Therefore, patients who are veterinarians, farm workers, and others that work with wildlife are more susceptible to acquiring this infection. It is found worldwide, except Antarctica and New Zealand. Why is it that New Zealand has all the best things? I mean, they have the entire Middle Earth, and you get to be called a Kiwi. I see no cons to moving there. Fight me. It is typically self-limited, so diagnosis is not really needed. But serology and NAATs can be performed to confirm the suspected diagnosis, particularly in the more severe cases. Treatment is very effective with doxycycline. Bacterial vaginosis occurs when the levels of hydrogen peroxide and lactic acid that is produced by the normal floral lactobacilli is lost. Other species of normal flora are able to grow over and produce a gray vaginal discharge that is malodorous. The most common bacteria associated with bacterial vaginosis is Gardnerella vaginosis. However, some research suggests that this is more of a polymicrobial condition. This is sometimes considered a sexually transmitted infection, but it's not clear if it's actually passed through sexual contact or if the sexual contact disrupts the vaginal flora. It is associated with sexual contact, though. This is one of those correlation may not equal causation situations. One of the diagnostic features of bacterial vaginosis occurs when you take a sample of the discharge and view it under microscopy. If you look at the squamous epithelial cells, they may appear as if their edges are blurry. We call these clue cells because they give you a clue to the diagnosis. 
If this infection goes untreated, it could spread and cause pelvic inflammatory disease, Fitzhugh-Curtis syndrome, and it can also cause urethritis in men. This condition is often misdiagnosed as a yeast infection, but once it's correctly diagnosed, it is easily treated with metronidazole. Now let's take all that knowledge and bring it to the boards. A 47-year-old male presents to the hospital in Kentucky with fever, malaise, vomiting, diarrhea, and darkly colored urine for the past eight days. Vital signs reveal a temperature of 102. Physical examination reveals abdominal tenderness on the right lower quadrant and hepatomegaly. He works as a sheep farmer. Laboratory analysis reveals elevated serum transaminases, total indirect bilirubin, and C-reactive protein levels. He was negative for antibodies against all the hepatitis viruses and HIV. Blood cultures are negative. A wheel Felix reaction is negative. What is the most likely causative agent? Is it A, Plasmodium malariae, B, Coxiella brunettii, C, Brucella species, D, Lishmania donovani, or E, Rickettsia rickettsii? First, diagnose the patient. This patient is presenting with generalized inflammatory symptoms, fever, malaise, abdominal tenderness, serum inflammatory markers, and darkly colored urine, which implies liver damage. He is negative for the hepatitis viruses and HIV, and blood cultures produce no growth. Therefore, you're looking at some sort of very generalized hepatitis, so you should focus on trying to eliminate the answer choices in this question. Choice A, plasmodium species, can cause a cyclical fever, night sweats, liver damage, and weight loss, but this patient isn't presenting with a cyclical fever. He's also located in Kentucky with no travel history, and plasmodium species are associated with travel outside the U.S. Choice C, brucella species, are associated with the consumption of raw milk and soft cheeses. This will present as an undulating fever, malaise, myalgias, arthritis, and drenching malodorous night sweats but is not associated with vomiting and diarrhea. Blood cultures would also be able to grow this organism readily. Choice D, Leishmania donovani, can cause Leishmania, visceral leishmaniasis um, and can present with megalopathy and pancytopenia. This is found in India, Bangladesh, Nepal, Sudan, Ethiopia, and Brazil. But again, this patient has no travel history, so this is not likely. Choice E, Rickettsia rickettsii, is the causative agent of Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever and typically presents with fever, chills, headache, and a macular rash. Our patient doesn't have a rash and produced a negative wheel Felix reaction. This is a rapid test where you take the serum, patient's serum and mix it with O antigens from Proteus species. Weirdly, if your patient has a rickettsial infection, the anti-rickettsial species antibodies in the serum will cross-react with the prote species antigen and coagulate. Therefore, this can be considered a rapid test for rickettsial species infections. Therefore, the correct answer is B, Coxiella brunettii. A 33-year-old female presents with puritic vaginal discharge for the past two weeks despite her attempts to clear it with over-the-counter yeast cream. Vag vital signs are normal. Pelvic examination reveals a gray, purulent, malodorous vaginal discharge. A smear of the discharge reveals the presence of many squamous epithelial cells that appear to have a fuzzy edge. 
but not any organisms. What is the most likely causative agent? Is it A, Chlamydia trachomatis, B, Gardnerella vaginalis, C, Trichomonas vaginalis, or D, Candida species? First, diagnose the patient. This patient is presenting with vaginal discharge that is malodorous, purulent, and itchy. This is a classic presentation of bacterial vaginosis. Choice A, chlamydia, is a sexually transmitted disease that causes thin cervical discharge. There is a big difference between vaginal discharge and cervical discharge, so it's vitally important to actually do that pelvic exam and verify the symptoms of your patient. Choice B, Gardnerella vaginalis, is the bacterial organism that is most associated with bacterial vaginosis. This might or might not be a sexually transmitted infection. The research is a bit iffy. One of the main diagnostic features of bacterial vaginosis is the presence of clue cells in a smear of the discharge. Clue cells are squamous epithelial cells that are so covered in bacteria they look fuzzy. Choice C, Trichomonas vaginalis, it is a protozoan sexually transmitted infection that causes cervical discharge. You would be able to see this organism with a discharge smear. Choice D, Candida species, is a fungal organism that can cause vulvovaginitis. This will produce a large amount of clumpy, itchy discharge, not a watery, purulent discharge. Therefore, the correct answer is B, Gardnerella vaginalis. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow. And we're going to talk about coxiality. I, I broke an egg.